Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Struggle Circle by Style Circle. Yeah. Um, This is going to be a fashion and lifestyle podcast where we talk about everything challenging us and the fashion industry Um, as fashion students and as young professionals working in fashion. There's a lot of things that we face that we just need to talk about and get out in the open. (laughs) And, you know, this is going to be the space where you can hear some of our struggles that we're experiencing. Um, And maybe they'll connect with you and some of the things that you're experiencing. My name is Naomi Brearley. I am the vice president and digital editor of StyleCircle.org. I'm also a fourth year creative industry student here at Ryerson. So I'm about to graduate this spring. Um, so I will give it over to the rest of my team so you can hear about them. Hi guys, I'm Anna Evans. I'm the director of PR and corporate relations and exciting news. We're launching a YouTube channel, which I'll be, uh, helping to run. Um, I'm currently, I actually took my last year off from school, uh, to work. I got some good opportunities, so I'm kind of, you know, starting my career at the moment. I'm going to be going back to school in September, but I think I have some interesting advice potentially to give and also have just really noticed a lot of things in the last six months that I could really talk about, you know, I could really, I could use this space as a a venting room. So I'm excited. I'm Uba Guled. I'm a second year media student. Uh, So what I do for Style Circle is video and more of the media elements. I'm going to be helping out with the soon-to-be YouTube channel with uh, Anna, so we're excited about that. And I feel like I have a cool perspective in doing different types of internships or working alongside other creative students. So even though we're like venting to you, we'll help you get some advice and learn how to navigate um, any type of creative industry. Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Kaylee Sims, and I'm part of the writing and PR team at Style Circle. I'm a first-year fashion student, and I also just moved to Toronto this year from Colombia, and that's pretty Columbia. pretty interesting. <laughs> it's, it's brought a lot of experiences and also anxiety, but yeah. mostly just happiness yeah. to my life. Um, okay, so for some of you who may not know what Style Circle is, we are a fashion and lifestyle um, website at Ryerson entirely run by students um, but we also produce an annual magazine called The Book by Style Circle which will be launching April 12th so make sure to check that out. It'll be our third issue so we're very excited to bring that to you. Um, so the book is basically a tangible high quality industry level magazine um, positioned to show off Ryerson creatives and fashion professionals Um, who want to eventually work in the industry one day. Um, It was originally created by Style Circle's founders to be a really awesome portfolio piece that graduating students could use to show off their work to employers and other people in the industry. So we've just kept that running because students at Ryerson need a way to show their work in a really amazing platform. We have some super talented people on our team, um, and a lot of students just contribute work um, to us throughout the year. So this is kind of our publication that shows who we are, who Ryerson students are, and it's just friggin' gorgeous. It so. really is. Also, it's for sale, our previous two volumes. So anyone on campus, please go to the campus store. It's only $10. And honestly, it's a lot cheaper than most other coffee table books, and it's a great way to start your coffee table book collection, as I'm sure a lot of people 
want to do wanna in do. 2018. Yeah. Oh, and God. you haven't even started yeah, thinking about that Yeah, and it's $10, and you're just supporting students. What, like, is better than that? You will not be disappointed. No. Um, so, actually, with the launch of the third issue, we're also going to be having a launch party on April 12th from 7 to 11 p.m. at 192 Spadina. So make sure to come and check that out if you don't have a chance to go to the Ryerson store. You can come to the party, see the magazine in person, see some of the creatives who've contributed their work to it. Um, Our exciting cover story features three amazing fourth-year fashion design students, so their work will be on display at the party as well. Um, So yeah, come celebrate with us, get an idea of what Style Circle is. And just come and have a good time. Have some drinks. Yes, and food. Have some good times. (laughs) Okay, so today we'll just dive right in and, I guess, start talking about things that are constantly on our minds, things we chat about a lot. Um, Everything from Fashion Month to online shopping to the influencers that fill up our feeds. Um, And then we'll just kind of see where it takes us. So where do we want to start? Um, well, well, it's Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Okay. And, and there's fashion a month. good place to start. So, yeah. like, lots of thoughts. <laughs> lots of thoughts. I'm just wondering if any of you guys have anything you've seen that's really interesting or, you know? One thing that I saw that I was very conflicted about was the, the Jeremy Scott collection for <laughs> Moschino, where the models were just painted head to toe, colors of the rainbow. Oh, my God. Wait, let me pull, just, I want to pull it up and see. I just, I'm not completely sure what the purpose of that was. So there's this photo where it's like, it basically looks like Austin Powers girls. Like, imagine like a 50s Bond girl, but like in a jokes way, but then their entire bodies are painted the colors (laughs) of the rainbow. We're going to post this on our Instagram because... You need to see it for yourself. Honestly, when I first saw it, I was like, this looks like Jackie Kennedy as an alien. Literally. Oh, (laughs) my God. Jackie Kennedy as as an an alien or an avatar. As an avatar. One of the girls is just stark blue. Yeah. And this is the thing is like, what? What was the purpose purpose? of this? What's the message? Because the caption says, alien nation with my beautiful alien goddesses. Which? Oh, no. Oh, my God. You know what it says? Thank you, ladies, for portraying my Jackie O aliens. So Ooh, it was me. Look at you. You didn't even know. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I think it's like clearly he's trying to make a statement about like diversity in all colors of all races. But like then why do why paint over? Yeah. There's why so not just this? cast a diverse set of models? Yeah, instead and of like doing what everyone what does, which are. is like, well, we hired um, a black girl. A single black girl. We're covered. It's a like token tokenism. Black model. Come mm-hmm. on, dude. Yeah. But instead. He's just painted different girls of different races, colors, to represent them already. There's being just so many diverse. other more effective ways to represent inclusivity. But or... let's be honest, like it's Jeremy Scott. Do we really like mm. care? And do we anticipate any though, or like, anticipate anything else? That's the other thing. I'm wondering if he even Does did he this intentionally, or if he was just yeah. thinking that you know it would be so cool. Cool looking, Let's yeah. paint the models, yeah, like, and didn't even think about it. Exactly, didn't even think about all the messages and ideas that people would automatically associate with that. What's yeah. really weird is I'm looking at the Instagram and like, what is it? One, two, three, four, five photos before all the girls are wearing their outfits and no one's painted. It's just a diverse, diverse group of girls. And so, like, what changed where he was like, let me paint them all now? Yeah. 
I think it was just like him being like, it'll look visually cool, like not being aware. It's kind of like the Kendall Jenner Pepsi thing where she's like, I wasn't aware of the connotation that's going to come from it. But you're like, just think it through first. Like, how could you not be aware? But I also think it kind of comes back to Jeremy Scott's kind of MO as a designer where he just, all of his collections look like it's thoughtlessly more is more. Yeah, Let me see how extra I can be and how much... I can shock. kind of cut and piece together yeah, to make like something value. really ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. total shock value and not really thinking about, you know, what are the stories people are going to craft in their own minds about this? How is this going to be interpreted? Yeah. It seems like he's just one of those designers that just wants to put on a really good show and a really loud party without thinking about the like the ramifications of what and he's also, actually showing. Going off that, it's kind of interesting who he invites as well. It's a similar thing where he's like, more is more. Any contact I have who is a celebrity who will draw attention, let me invite them. Mm-hmm. Regardless of their involvement in anything related to fashion, if they're in just anything, like he'll just invite whoever yeah. and to just get more, more is more, more attention, yeah. like more followers, media coverage, more, more followers. Eyes. Yeah, it's yeah. like completely a publicity stunt type <laughs> yeah. of mentality I guess yeah do you think that designers nowadays try to be very like thought-provoking or they just want to draw attention to their brand like even if it's negative publicity people think that just getting attention and getting like people to know your name is more important kind of like the Kardashian effect yeah yeah (laughs) but then also I feel like we've also taken a a kind of a good like a lot of designers have taken the 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 really well thought out step of kind of moving back towards uh, good tailoring and and good construction mm-hmm. and like handmade products yeah. a little bit more I think like which is it's such a weird like paradox where it's like you you need the attention that to make money because everything is money yeah everything is well it's a lot of sponsorship it's the whole influencer YouTuber thing where it's like even designers have to get involved now to keep the business flowing a lot of that is because I think they're moving towards back towards kind of like European um, mature, like where they it's it's an expensive business, but it's just so strange. Like it's interesting to think what how they managed to accomplish that before this whole like Kardashian thing. It's because people now are more conscious of how they spend their money. Yeah, and mm-hmm. people are now. Because I feel like there's been a spark in how much things that we own as people. Mm-hmm. So now, people totally. now like consumers are like, maybe I should not spend my money on this. It's not important to buy designer goods because it's just supposed to be for status, and mm-hmm. I don't care about that anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like society as a whole is becoming a little bit more educated and a little bit more aware. And now there's so many like fast fashion consumer houses like Fashion Nova, or yeah. you see like oh God, yeah. everyone shopping there Zaffle. because Zaffle, <laughs> Zaffle, you can get it cheaper. So people are like, I'd rather spend my money on this and travel. I'd rather yeah. like, you know, have more outfits to post on Instagram versus mm-hmm. buying a couple of more expensive quality pieces because I don't want to be seen wearing the same outfit more than once online. Yeah. And well, that also plays yeah. into with the whole like fast fashion, see yeah. now, buy now, like mantra where fashion just moves at such a fast pace that mm-hmm. if you're going to spend $800 on a shirt, like, you don't want it to be out of style in four weeks. And you know what's yeah. interesting as well? I think we're, like, nearing kind of the end of this influencer thing. And at the beginning, it worked. Really? The end? What do you mean? <laughs> because I, I feel like at the beginning, no one knew that these people were being paid for like, their street style photos. So mm. when someone, when you, when you would see a really cool street style photo and someone was carrying, like, or wearing, like, something like, 
off-white, you know? Like something that's overly expensive but streetwear. Mm-hmm. Everyone rushed to buy it. But then now it's gotten to the point where it's like even streetwear like Nike and whatever. Like you see Kendall Jenner and Bella Hadid like wearing like a cutoff like yeah. champion hoodie. And those are, I mean, more expensive than if you just go to like a fast fashion store. And so it's like people are starting to realize Everything that influencers wear is high end yeah. most of the time, I, right? I see what but you're now, saying. No one wants to copy it anymore. I think like just because it's not genuine, and yeah. they feel like if you see someone wearing something and they were paid to wear it, you do not want to take that as inspiration anymore. You feel like you've been kind of cheated in a way because like you also, don't know. They, it's like they keep do wearing you even dress yourself. That's the thing, and they <laughs> like, keep yeah. wearing new Actually, things. They, <laughs> they keep wearing new things, so it's perpetuating the how fast fashion is moving. But it's like regular people can't follow that, so they're getting frustrated. I think, and so they're yeah. going to like fast fashion yeah. to. I mean, keep up, but and like emulate those people, those and and not even copy them because again, I think people are kind of getting frustrated at the idea that like this person's getting paid for street for street style posts when mm-hmm. it's like you want. But that regardless, to be people still follow these people. I know. And yeah, you, I mean, look at us. We all keep up with <laughs> yeah. we wore what yeah. and like yeah. song of style. style. Yeah, just all yeah. of these influencers. I yeah. think <laughs> we're also really fortunate being students of fashion we've been yeah. taught to have this really critical eye to everything whereas i feel yeah. like the average consumer Doesn't, may not yeah. emulate what you're saying anna yeah. because they do still get caught up in the hype and the glitz and the glam like yeah. even as a critical thinking fashion student like i go ape shit for song of styles new photos because yeah. i actually think that she has a really cool kind of it's sense authentic. of style yeah. and her insta stories are hilarious yeah. so like i like her more as a person yeah. Because of the personality she shows, and that makes me more excited about it, her clothes, even if I know that she's been paid to wear them. Yeah, I think they you all make a good paid. point, because I think it depends on, like, the influencer, obviously. I think I was out with some friends last night, and we were talking about this, where it was like, it's so obvious, even even if someone's being paid or not, like, you can, you know if they're being authentic or not. It's it's just yeah. in the way they're, yeah. they conduct themselves. Like, so I, I think that's a good point, like... I am super, I'm, I don't even know. I don't like influencers and yet I follow them. Um, I and like I, them. and I shop fast fashion to keep up, but at the same time, it's like, it's all such a paradox. I love, yeah. um, you love and hate thing. it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I love and hate it. And I love and hate high end because I love the quality and I love that you're going to have it for a long time. And it, a lot of the styles are mm-hmm. more classic and you, maybe you don't buy trend pieces as much, but then I'm also like. Why do I have to spend eight hundred dollars yeah, on a I shirt? Could, you, in you, order don't, to you don't. You don't. So much yeah. food. You don't. High end designers. So much food. You do not. You do not need to necessarily buy high end designers for good quality. Yeah. And that's where we miss like a like a good market yeah. in terms of fashion or any type of like goods mm-hmm. is finding that in between mm-hmm. that isn't like two thousand dollars for a bag, but that isn't fifty dollars for a bag. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's something that's True. quality that's actually crafted, and we are missing things that are actually made like locally. Yeah. Which is like a huge problem in this industry as well. Yeah. In terms of like environmental issues, like like labor, mm-hmm. um, transportation. And I like, yeah, I don't want to have to automatically buy like a Louis Vuitton bag to have a nice quality bag, which it isn't because yeah. the hardware tarnishes. Yeah. It does. And they keep on increasing the prices for the same quality things just yeah. because it's a hype. Yeah. And like Chanel and this and that. I don't even like Chanel for that reason. I know. Sit, like <laughs> used to have like vintage bags and stuff, so they used to use real gold. 
uh, hardware for their bags. Now it's not. It's costume jewelry, mm-hmm. and the stuff tarnishes. You have it for like a year. You spend five thousand dollars, which is an insane amount of money to Too spend ridiculous. on a bag. And it like tarnishes. Like, what's the point? I think that what they're trying to do is the higher end brands are trying to emulate the kind of fast fashion pattern. Yes. No, but they're getting at greedy. The price, at yeah, the price so that they you offer, can't have all the for, no. you can't. Yeah, do you have that. to pick. You cannot yeah. make your like things just a little bit better than Zara and then charge like no. ten yeah. times yeah. the amount. Yeah, you know what I mean. And this is the thing. It like it's where f- I feel like influencers. Like bridge the gap between luxury and and trend because they get the luxury goods as though they're trend pieces yeah. and for for regular people fast fashion is trend it's it's that's what, what that generally speaking like I'll go to H and M to get a piece where I'm like oh this is trendy and I'll go let's say to like I don't know you want to buy a trench coat maybe you'll buy a Burberry trench coat but it's like for the influencers their world has now been bridged where it's like the luxury stuff is basically our H&M. Like, they'll yeah. get a trench coat that's Burberry, and that'll be, like, this week. Yeah, they wear it for two and weeks, so, and then they don't and so use it, it anymore. And so it confuses the aud- their audience, because even though I hate them, I'm still watching them, and that's that's part of the, the, their whole thing, and that's this the craziness of this, how this business has cre- been has developed over the last couple of years, this influencer business. But it's, like, it's bridged this gap, and so now the lines are so fuzzy where you're, like, Chanel's bags aren't that much better in quality than, like you said, like a yeah. Zara bag, and they have this idea that now because of like a lot of their a lot of their audience follows influencers that they can also be a like a trend company and like get those customers who normally would shop mm-hmm. lower end. Yeah, and it's so like you're being greedy. You can't if you're gonna be a luxury brand. Yeah. Stick be with classic, that market. And be classic and be, be aware that most of your audience isn't influencers yeah. making millions or whatever or being gifted stuff and be aware that like this is something that maybe you'll buy once every five years yeah. and and that's it well, and you'll yeah. still do okay because it, the prices are so extreme think yeah. about Hermes or anything like that they people are now starting to want to shop there yeah. even though it's more expensive just because it's like I only have to buy this item once or twice yeah versus like eight or seven times yeah. throughout, like, me wearing this bag. Mm-hmm, so exactly. now a lot of people I've noticed, even in, like, di- different fashion discussions, people, Chanel is, like, not really, like, a high commodity as much mm-hmm. as it used to be. And people are now, like, because if the price tag for what, like, a Chanel Kelly bag, right, is, like, $6,000, right? Canadian, right? You're going to end up... Hermes Kelly bag? Uh, no, like a Chanel one. They have the oh. same style. Oh, really? You buy a Hermes Kelly bag, that's like, what, $8,000 yeah. or something? Crazy. So if you're already spending that price tag and you can afford that and you're in that tax bracket, you might as well spend <laughs> a you little bit more to get a higher quality You would thing. rather spend a little bit more to get a higher quality. Yeah. You have a better, like, apparently they retain their value more than gold. Hermes serious? bags. What? Well, like that's they, kind of similar with the Birkin bags too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even though they're not even on trend anymore, they're still worth. But so they're also much. made with like real that's gold. That's yeah. why yeah. eighteen karat gold with their bags yeah. doesn't mean it should be costing that much, but it retains its value. So that's it's more under- of an investment. Yeah, yeah. Chanel to yeah. me is not an investment. Like I think Hermes is doing it right. I would never group yeah. them with the trend. They've kind been of around for been, so many years. But they are They've not trying. The same. Yeah, and they're not trying to pay influencers to carry their they bags don't, they don't, they don't, they don't do have that. to they don't have to they're aware that like they are a luxury 
commodity and like they're just like we are so exclusive like we don't want to bridge we don't want that gap to be bridged I think we like being over here and that's fine yeah. you need some of those because maybe you have you have this goal in your life that one day you'll own a Birkin bag and that's fine mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's but very keep smart it over of them there. too because yeah. it also gives them more control over their public image totally yeah. so we're not we're not and you know talking what? about you know what? them badly as we would people, Chanel people for... go on wait lists to buy those bags they go on my mom list. has been yeah. on this is what's crazy I know someone, Zoya, worked at Hermes. They always have them in the back. They just, they have them. do it for clout. (laughs) They do it. They do it because, I mean, all power to them. I get get why they're doing it. They're basically one of the only left, like only brands left who are really doing that like couture house thing where, you know, it's exclusive. And so they always have bags in the back, but they put you on a wait list anyway. My mom would never buy one, but went on the wait list. Almost as a social experiment, and literally has been on a wait list for I'm not kidding five years. They're supposed to call you at some point. Yeah, they wow. don't call at some you. point. That's the that's at, like key they don't call you. Sentence, like, and it's not like they haven't made bags for five years. No, like, they're just no. making these people sit on these wait lists and that's, to that's think like it's well, more. And, want it. and you I know like, what? That's honestly, okay. like I'm I not really it. mad at that. No, I respect. Five it. years is a little bit long. Yeah. Like a year? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I respect years. it. I respect it. Like, they've done well to keep that image. And you know what goes to, what really proves it is they had their opening launch party a while ago. And that. First Toronto location with ever. Drake. Okay. Wait, I, I heard that, about that yeah. and I was like, listen, I, I worked blew. that event. Did you? And it was <sighs> insane. Yeah. Well, I was, Drake was there, wasn't she? Yeah, he Drake was yeah. there. Allie, I was in the game uh-huh. room. Our friend and Allie I remember worked, him coming like, onto stage and it was a surprise. Like, nobody was supposed to know. And all of a sudden, I hear his voice yeah and oh I just God. freaked out I'm like what do you mean he's here Am What's I happening? And, you know, and you know why that worked is because people like respect the brand so much that like they don't need to like um <laughs> they don't need to like I don't know they don't even need they didn't even they need to need promote to. it it yeah. was just like people it's an unspoken respect and like I I get it like yeah. why they are you trying need to drop Drake's name in no. order to get people there like they would have gone for and Hermes so you think... and then Drake was like a bonus yeah you think some like brands like Fendi who have gotten really like, mainstream mm, lately like yeah. you'll see Belle Hadid leaving a show wearing just like a full Fendi outfit from the but 70s but that's because and Fendi like, and Chanel are both run by Karl Lagerfeld and he's yeah, obsessed I don't with like all him. the I, I don't like him like, but even like something like Gucci he literally like makes knockoff versions too. for his own brand yes, Karl Lagerfeld he, he knocks off Chanel bags I'm like so what you cannot finesse no. every avenue of this bag like, and you that's, cannot, that's what we're saying it's like the gap is being bridged exactly the gap is being bridged from the guy he's like ruining it he's like ruining it for he's ruining himself. his own brand in like two he's different ruining ways. chanel with his carl lagerfeld thing yeah but he's and basically what he's doing is doing what like influence the his whole influencer business is doing is bridging the gap and trying to get all the customers you that's not how business go to any business class yeah. and they tell you niche market, market. Yeah. don't try target to get everyone it's specific yeah, yeah it's not gonna work and i think people are really recognizing that I think it's it's still going through their hate. Like, it's still going through a really successful period of, like, people um, love trend fashion. I mean, it's still working for them. But I think at some point it's, it's going to fall sustain. off. It's yeah. not going to sustain no. itself. There's going to be – there's going to come a time where not just people like us who have a critical eye about it, but, like, the general consumer who maybe isn't, like, fashion educated as much people or just – don't have money to just throw it away so they're going to worry gonna about get, it. Yeah, they're going to get so frustrated that they're just, like, not anymore. We're not. I'm mm-hmm. just going to stick with my basics. Yeah. And then that's it. The and thing and is, that's when the, all these influencers are about to lose their jobs. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is, what at the end of the day, a loyal yeah. customer will make a brand way more money yeah. than expanding into all yeah. these yeah. different yeah, marketing right. like, segments. 
Like, you really think a Chanel customer, they know Carl Lagerfeld's name, obviously. Then they go to the bay and they see his line just out on the floor yeah. with no security. They're going to be like, oh, What's I don't happening? want this. I don't yeah. want this. I've, I'm a Chanel customer. I've been a Chanel customer for years, blah, 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 blah. It, I mean, it completely destroys the illusion of base. value. Okay, what he yeah. wants is, is for someone, no, no, literally, he wants someone to look at Chanel price. Oh, this is too expensive. And oh, just, and then, and then go, go to, to Carl Lagerfeld's yeah. first stuff. And what he doesn't realize is even if someone says, oh, Chanel is really expensive, maybe, I mean, their cachet is, was, is still, but it's going to maybe decline, but is still so good that maybe they'll just save for it. And so just wait for, like, they're going to mm-hmm. come back. But now back. people don't want to save for it because it's not even worth it. And they m- just it might be out. It. Well, yeah. Well, like, think about it. If it, maybe the influencer's wearing the Chanel bag that they want now, in a, maybe they, they don't want to wait a year to save. So do you they're feel, like, I do need you to get bad? it now. Do you feel bad for people who don't think about what they buy and then they're going to be like, oh, well, I got, like, screwed over. <laughs> like, what do you, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't feel bad if you no, don't critically don't. think about I things. Know. Like, sorry, like, boo-hoo. Like, yeah. you yeah. spend $5,000 when you're a student on a Chanel bag when First you should First of all, have. how do you have $5,000 to spend on a bag well, when you're listen, a student? Listen, maybe they just saved like, up. They worked the whole they summer. And they're like, debt. I'm not going to do it. anything. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, let me take out an OSAV loan or something. I yeah. don't know, oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't this have sympathy for that. This should be also a PSA to don't use your credit card if you don't have the money to pay it back, guys. Exactly. The debt is not worth it. And if you say to yourself, oh, it's only thousand yeah. dollars worth of debt i'll pay it off no big deal no. it accumulates interest yeah. and yeah I've had especially friends. if you're paying just the minimum that they put on, yeah. the, on the statement okay that's don't. just like common i've had friends make you know this crazy? Mistake. i don't use my credit card but i, I do but i pay the card. full thing every time every i've time. never so ever one time paid I, go to, I go to my mom and i go i just like i had the money but i said to her i was like is should i just be paying the minimum like isn't that smarter no because then i have more available money she's like you don't like Anna, no. this, let me just say, <laughs> disclaimer, I was like 16, so okay, come okay. on. But she was like, no, you pay interest on it. And I remember that just rocking my entire world. I was like, this makes so much sense. Now I get credit card debt. Like, I understand how people go into yeah. credit card debt. If you don't pay on time, the interest fucks you. Yeah. No, <laughs> but why would, your why credit would you reading, like, good luck buying a house in like yeah. No, but why, why would people want to, like, buy things they can't afford? It's to keep up with this image. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. super Everyone obsessed just with... just get rid of your credit cards right now. Yeah. I don't even have Will one for that it? exact yeah, reason. Yeah, you need because it. Because well, if I'm going to buy something, I'm going to use yeah. the money that I know You should I have. get a credit card You need a credit card just for just to build up credit so yeah. people just for know. Just credit score. Yeah. But there's, I think there's other, other ways to build your credit. Like, paying your phone bill on time builds your credit. Yeah, it does, it does. Paying your rent on time These are life lessons because I did not know that. You do not need a credit card. What if you live at home? I live at home, so I need a credit card. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm like, I don't Honest to God, the only reason, and my mom is a saint for this, because all of the financial acumen that I have is because of her. Yeah. And, like, she's told me from the beginning, like, you only need a credit card if you're traveling. Yeah, yeah, that's why I go on. If your job requires you to travel because you need to book hotel rooms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if... You need to book flights. Concert, you know what's again, great? Tickets, traveling. Concert tickets. Let's just, yeah, online you know shopping. But you've got like Visa debits now too, where like even though oh, I don't I have a credit that, yeah. card, like I have my debit. debit is a Visa debit, so I can pay online so with the money you, that I have. Does that okay. build your credit too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So then I yeah. have a Visa debit. That's yeah. good. But great segue. Online shopping. Online you shopping. You need one to online shop. I, I don't even online, I online shop. Online bought you know what? You know what's really been really just grinding my gears is um. What? Is duty. Oh, my God. Being a Canadian fashion lover is so hard. So, well, number one, 
you just to get certain things, maybe you have to go on one of those websites that have like, you know that like you can you can pay a subscription to get like a uh, address in the states, and then yeah. they'll pick it up for you and send it to Canada. Mm. So, but then it's like double the cost, whatever. I never do that, so I only shop to from stores that sell, sell to Canada. But a lot of times, like Anthropology, I love Anthropology. I buy from them all the time. Girl, they have stores in Toronto. No, no, no. But you know what's annoying is most of the website. I'm dead serious. Like ninety percent is not in stores. If yeah. they just never release it to stores. So most of the stuff it, you'll oh, see if you go on the tactic. website, it's like online exclusive. Ones. So I mm-hmm. buy online. A lot of we, Urban Outfitters like home stuff they're owned is online by Urban only Outfitters. too. They're owned by yeah, Urban Outfitters. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. So I bought like four pieces. The duty four pieces, which Anthropology is a mid range, so it's a bit more expensive. It was like four hundred dollars, and the duty was a hundred dollars. And what gets me is in the summer before I now I was I'm aware, so I only buy things that I know are gonna fit, like T-shirts and stuff, or like um, mm. accessories. But in the summer I went on like a mad Anthropology just buying spree and. It came out to like over uh, the summer. I spent like three hundred fifty dollars on duty, and so then I ended up returning stuff to the store. But the thing the is, <laughs> the, no. So you can get duty back, and most oh, really? online stores do it like figure it out for you. Like they'll put in the basically you have to like request you have to request it? request from okay. the government to get your money back. But the normally like most stores have have a s- system set up to do it for you. Anthropology doesn't, so I had to literally go on like the CanadianGovernment.com website, whatever it is. Apply Damn. and you know what? I've applied. I applied four months ago. I haven't gotten anything back. Haven't heard anything. Three hundred dollars is just pending. Wow. So I'm gonna call the government. And I'm gonna say, <sighs> Ouch. where the hell? Where is my duty? <laughs> I have all the. I had. I had to like get all my return bills, like the original bill from the outside of the bag. Like I had to. I had to like go through the garbage to find this stuff. It was like for me. It's just really upsetting back. when the duty that you pay on something is more than the more actual object or whatever you're <sighs> yeah. buying. Because yeah. I bought some ColourPop makeup. Oh God! A couple yeah. months ago, nice. and you know the duty cost twice of what I paid for my eyeshadows. Wait, really? I yes, that's possible is it? I've made like no, a personal based, rule with myself that if the shipping the is half of what my final bill is, I don't buy it online. Like I will physically take myself to the store because I'm not going to pay half the price of the things that I'm buying. That's shipping. a problem, though, when it comes yeah. to online exclusives. Why do you shop yeah. online? I don't like shopping, I online. shopping online. I, I only did that before, online. like, to buy a couple of things from, like, Dose of Colors, but it wasn't even, I didn't uh, get, like, charged anything yeah. on Some that. People you, no, Honestly, like, I really States, only shop online if it's yeah. a brand that doesn't have a store near me. So, like, for example, Glossier started shipping to Canada this past summer, oh, okay. and I am obsessed yeah, you're with Glossier. A, you're a Glossier girl. I literally True. bought what do they have though? 50% of their product range the I first have... day that shipping happened. Really? But their shipping is so good because if you spend yeah, more than good. $100 you get free, like, Canadian it's free shipping. shipping. Oh damn. And that's, that's nice. Canada's too. really good brand. And like that's how it should be. And their products if are gonna, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And if you're going to be a loyal customer who automatically spends more than $100 with a specific yeah. company, you shouldn't have to pay for shipping. Like, for me, also, just online shopping has always been how I've shopped because I grew up in a city where, where you, I oh, didn't have Forever 21 so, and H&M yeah. and Zara, but I wanted those clothes. Yeah. I just thought that they were so nice and I wanted to stay on trend and I, I wanted it's hard. some Zara clothing. So mm-hmm. I would just always order it online because that was my only option at that point. Unless yeah. I wanted to take a two-hour road trip oh, to the closest like Zara which you don't always have time you, to do. You're, no. no. Oh and my God. not me, even living yeah. in like not even living in a city where you don't have like major stores like that. I don't know about the rest of you, but I am ridiculously busy 
And I don't actually enjoy going and walking around yeah. malls anymore because people are so it. frustrated. I, I love it. But I don't Standing like and changing. I, don't like really I love changing. changing. Not fun. I, I love want, changing. Listen, listen. <laughs> I don't want to come home, try on clothes, and it doesn't fit me properly. Like, this is a problem I always have. Clothes do not fit me properly. I am not... I'm not the stock size of a lot oh, of the pieces, too, yeah. so it's either too loose in the waist, too tight in the yeah. butt, too whatever, like, and it doesn't fit me properly because I'm, like, a little curvier, so yeah. I have to try things it's on. Like jean shopping is just the Jean worst. shopping, okay, impossible. jeans I don't buy online, but I, I would personally Listen, like... Tops Tops work, bottoms don't yeah. work for yeah. me. Exactly. I'm, I'm like, a, I, have a mi- I have mixed feelings about this. I love the, sh- I love the walking around. I like the... The, it's the experience oh, I of can't. shopping. It's exhausting to me now. I like more boutique sh- stores yeah. to go shopping, and like I in just Yorkville. Like getting a coffee and walking around and like having a cute outfit or whatever. But there's nothing like changing in your own room. Like I don't oh, want to change in a yeah. change room. And also, I would much rather all of these have mirrors to make are one. skinny mirrors. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I know that they're concave. Also, <laughs> I know me, that they're call lying. Me a millennial, go to but I love thrifting because when I find yeah. something call good, I feel so accomplished. I know. Yeah. It takes like, so much time. I it takes too much time. I no, I love it. Shopping, through all no, of these Value Village guys, let me tell you Value Village. <laughs> it is a thing. I'm obsessed with it. I also went to Winners last week and just got a bunch of boys t-shirts, cut them. And now I'm like, except for the summer, because really, what else am I going to wear? I got the shirt that just says, go away. <laughs> I need that. Perfect. I mean, <laughs> I but on the topic yeah. of like actually being in the physical store and like having to return things, I would yeah. so much rather make one trip to the store to return the item than to make the trip to the store, shop, and then bring it yeah. home and then try it on and then have to return it. Because I refuse to stand in changing room lines. Like, I don't have the time for that. She I don't have changing. the energy. Like... <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Call me crazy, yeah, makes sense, makes but sense. I just I have so much going on. I know we always all say like, "Oh, I'm so busy." Like, are you actually busy? Like, I am legitimately. Yeah, busy. you're actually yeah. really busy. So person. exhausted. I just my thing is I just can't. the change. I'm. It all boils Why? down to the change rooms for me. I don't want to. Like, what if you, you, know what what if you have the wrong bra? Or listen, like, what if you want to have black jeans on? And but you then you're like, I don't want to try on your black jeans on. to like. Listen, I don't always. wear bras, but <laughs> but. Wouldn't it be fun if change rooms could have like two people in it so you could be with your friend and your changing? Friend. Listen, yeah. right? Maybe a comfortable seat. You know what yeah. I mean? Try on some nice. shoes. So enough I like North Shore now. They have, enough hooks. they have nice change rooms and it's bigger and you can like actually like model your outfit yeah. so you could see if you like it. And mm-hmm. I honestly think so. I'm sorry. I'm obsessed with anthropology. Going back to anthropology, they've got great change rooms because they're yeah. really large, mm-hmm. but they're, they I 100% have skinny mirrors. Saks, Saks downtown has the worst mirrors I've ever seen. What? They make you look incredible. And then that's the problem. You go home and you're like, I tried on a Marketing. pair of jeans. I've never seen myself look this good. That's because they just didn't look that good in real life. And then you take them home and you go to your normal mirror and you're like, well, shit. These people lied to me. Stung me hard. Yeah. yeah. PSA, avoid Saks mirrors. Avoid and then them. there are stores that are just so dark that you can barely see yourself. Victoria's yeah. Secret, Aritzia. Whenever I go yes. into the change rooms, and Aritzia doesn't even have mirrors, you have to leave the. Who ch- wants to leave the change? You know why they do that? Try things on. So you feel embarrassed? No, 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 no. They do that so, so the then the sales person, associates can like, yeah. oh, you look so good. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, like, I know stop, I look you're good. Lying. Girl. Like, don't worry <laughs> about it. Like, you think I already you're just know. telling me I look good is going to make but me buy it? But the thing about like, that kills me, I'm like, none of this stuff is meant for my body shape. I was a soccer player, people. Like, you tell me, like, try to fit your thighs into some of their pants yeah. where the waist is wider than the hips. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm no sorry. Yeah. You see jeans and they're 
a triangle. <laughs> um, who is shaped like a triangle? I mean, I'm sure no, there nobody. are people, but like, just <laughs> there are people. Why are there not like both kinds of jeans? Like, I yeah. have to look for jeans that have a smaller waist, wider hips. Same. I'm like, yeah. you go to, and that's the thing. I go to Aritzia and I'm like, oh, I really want to shop at Aritzia. Like, they've got great quality whatever and I'm like okay well I'm trying on a sweater I'm not wearing the right pants let me try on a pair of their jeans whatever and then you're forced to leave the change room the, the safety of the change <laughs> yeah. room to look in a mirror where the sales associate's going to come up to you and have a fake you look good and I can see her eyeing my butt and I'm like I know you're lying to me I can see your face like, you can see people's genuine, genuine reactions. Oh, yeah. I'd rather be in the room by myself looking faking it to myself than have yeah. you faking it to me yeah. like just Especially the, when you're just trying on clothes by yourself. There's yeah. something very After, awkward about like, walking outside Ryerson, and just kind of turning around to yourself being like, yeah, being like no one does this me, look no one good? Me. And you were just in class because, mm. you know, we've all done that where you're like, it's 4 p.m. I'm done school. Like, yeah. let me, whatever. And so you go to a store and you're like, I look like crap. I was just in a lecture or just did a midterm and I'm trying to celebrate. But now I'm forced to come out of the change room for you. <laughs> Why are you doing this to no, me? No, thank you. Like, no, thank you. As like future like content creators, like, mm. do you guys want to be influencers? Like, yes. even though no, even though Naomi, we talk about you just it, went Naomi. on a rant about how much know, you hate I, that, influencers. I know, I know. Hey, listen, Anna is listen. legitimately though like an influencer in the make. Thank also, you so much. very contradictory. People, but you're person. like, I didn't do it yet, so like, <laughs> yes. wait for me to do it. Exactly. <laughs> I am a walking, talking hypocrite, <laughs> and I'm. I'm okay with that. You know what? Very open you know about what? You gotta be. You gotta just understand your psyche. You gotta. You gotta be aware. Yeah. I yeah. don't be real like with it. Yourself. And I gotta say, just because I don't like influencers who are like I love Ami Song. She's 100 percent authentic and highly successful. But it's because even when she's gotten su- successful, she'll still like her Insta stories are not are funny. Like she yeah. actually cares about her audience. Whatever. Yeah. So it, I think it just depends on where you go with it. Like yeah. I would love to be an influencer. It's a great life. Same. Seems like a fun life. Yeah. But as I would hope that if I w- were to do it, like, I would stay A jokes, real person. You know? Yeah. Like, just hilarious as I am today, you know? I would just want that just as to be, like, a start, like, a platform to, yes. like, actually do things. Because I don't get how yeah, people you think. you do. And, yeah, you're already doing think, that. Oh, thank you. People think that this will be forever, and they don't look to the future. Yeah, like, they don't plan they don't post-internet. Plan no, or, it's like they don't plan to start a business or they yeah. don't plan to like work for a different company or do something yeah. beyond the means of social media because yeah. it's so luxurious and you get all these perks, but that'll die down. That's how yeah. fast it came. Like this used to not be an industry three yeah. years ago. You will fall out of trend. Isn't it so strange? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah, no, I was just going to say that I completely agree with you. I think a lot of the whole like glitz and glam of being an influencer doesn't take into account the fact that like your job may not exist tomorrow if yeah. you become irrelevant. Yeah, and, and that's all really these scary. people that's a scary way to rely live. on their hundred k yeah. followers or four hundred k followers, and I'm like, you are literally a slave to your audience because yeah. if they get bored with you, yeah. your job doesn't exist. Yeah. And there's something yeah. very terrifying about your entire livelihood just Being relying on, on your yeah. personality. Well, on and if your you're not image, an interesting person, at how the core, well like, you how curate you your money? Instagram account, and, or if you're if you're doing it in a fake way. Yeah. Yeah. Then for sure. It's interesting because over the last six months I've been working and I've been doing like basically an assisted buying job. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Like I well, don't know what that would entail I mean, like everyday life. So this is what this is interesting. Anna, so what is your life? What is my <laughs> life? Well, I go to work at 10 and I leave at six and I go to the gym and I feel like I have a very like just 
routine life. And what's funny is I'd say that I would want to be an influencer, but as you guys were just saying, like having it be that risky would just be terrifying. Personally, I know for myself, I love the routine and a lot mm-hmm. of people wouldn't mm-hmm. like the Excel thing with sitting at your computer, not really talking to anyone, listening to like a podcast while you work for eight hours. But I know myself and I really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I like it because it's easy. I'm not I'm not every day having to hustle. Like yeah. with when you're basically working for yourself, which is what influencers do, like I mean, but it get it's like with any job, you move higher up, you become more independent and more responsibility falls on you. So at the moment, I'm like I'm the base level and that's fine, but it's like as I were, if I become a buyer, I'm sure that uh, it'll feel more like, I guess, what influencers feel like, which yeah. is having to, you know, prove yourself every day. And, like, really your entire business is based on your yeah. output. So, I mean, at the moment, I like where I am. But that that worries me a little bit that I like because yeah. it's basically an admin job. And, like, you don't – I mean, you don't make that much. You Whatever. And so it scares me that I like the routine because I'm completely aware that, like, Anywhere you, you go, and or any but anywhere you go, if you want to like rise up through whatever organization it is or whatever role, eventually you're gonna have to be more of kind of like an independent contractor for that business and really prove yourself. And that idea scares me. I don't know, but at the same time, I mean, I'm always I've always been like good in school, and that's really proving yourself every day. So yeah. I don't know. It's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Is like it worries me worries me that I like routine. Because it's, like, mundane and you feel like it's not as exciting. I feel like, yeah, when you're young, this is a time for you to really just take risks because you can have a really great reward. And if you fall down from that, it's it's not that bad. It's okay. Like, we're students. We could try to do risky things. There's so many grants to start your own businesses and, like, try things out. So when you're older and you have actual responsibilities beyond, like, school and maybe your rent, you're not going to be, like, you know, messed up from that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're so yeah, close true. to the bottom that you still don't have a far way to fall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> can be helpful. It can be really helpful. I know. It's good where we are now. Like, it's that's the other thing. It's like I'm doing a lot of routine work, but maybe now is, should be the time where I'm, like, training myself to kind of, like, take more risks. Because if I'm not doing it now and then I go to become a buyer and I'm not You're comfortable bored. taking risks, oh, yeah. then that's a bit... That's bad because that's I mean because I mean I'll be grown up and I'll have yeah. real responsibilities. It's like we're in this point in time when we're on the cusp of something, but we risks. don't know what we're on the cusp of. I know, and if we can actually go further than that. Speaking of being on the cusp of things, um, this is Style Circle's first podcast episode. Um, Struggle Circle is in its infancy, so we do have a lot of really cool episodes to come. Next mm-hmm. week, we'll probably start chatting more about our experiences entering the job market. Anna's working in fashion. Yeah. I'm about to start working in fashion and graduating this spring. Uba and Kaylee will eventually be working in fashion, but they're yeah. also, you know, Someday. side hustling like crazy, so yeah. that's impressive. Um, so make sure to tune into that. Um, we're also on the cusp of launching the book issue three, um, which will launch April 12th. We're also having a launch party on the same date um, from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. at 192 Spadina Avenue. So if you're interested in learning more about Style Circle and the book and seeing some amazing fashion work, um, please come out to that. Celebrate with us. We'll be selling copies of the launch at uh, we'll be selling copies of the magazine at the launch for $10. So make sure to check that out. We'll have drinks and food and a ton of fun stuff. Um, 
Thank you to Noah at CJRU1280 for helping us launch this podcast. We are so excited. You guys will be able to listen to the podcast on CJRU and hopefully we'll also be on iTunes one day. Um, So make sure to check that out. Um, And we hope you'll listen in next time. Yeah. What are we going to be talking about, guys? Yeah. Working in the industry, trying to find advice, internships, even networking, because like that's really difficult. I find hard, like a hard time, like being more genuine when I network, and it's not like I'm just trying to use you for this plug. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like people don't know how to do that. And I think it's interesting. We're all in such different, um, like places, such different places. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think we're really excited to give you guys any advice or what any experiences we've had. So please tune in next time. Even with the launch party, like, that's a really good opportunity to, like, meet some of us and just talk to a lot of people who are actually working in the industry, get some pointers, some Instagram handles, you know, some (laughs) inspo on your timeline. Yeah. Yeah. All that good stuff will be there. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.